Welcome to the BG Cast, a podcast seeking to bring the battleground community and schools together. My name is David, and I'll be your host for this journey, and I'll be joined each week by Denny Waters, the Battleground Public School District Superintendent. Our goal is to bring the voice of the schools to the community and the voice of the community to the schools. We'll be talking about the many things that make BGPS such a great district, hearing stories from students and staff, and shining a spotlight on some of the hidden treasures you may not know about. We'll also be covering some of the challenging and controversial topics that bubble to the surface around the Battleground community. In this episode, Denny and I are joined by Antonio Lopez, the principal at Glenwood Heights Primary School, to talk about deep kindness. Our spotlight will feature Lydia Sanders of the Family Community Resource Center, and we'll be playing the game This or That. But to get us started, as usual, here's this week's Top 10. All right, our top 10 for this episode is Top 10 Text Abbreviations Tutorial for Parents. Oh, that's a good one. That'll be helpful for people. Yeah, so uh, so these might sound familiar, but you might not have the right might interpretation of them. So, OMG. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my, oh my, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, it's actually Old Man Gamer. <laughs> old Man Gamer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. <laughs> so that's what that's what your kids mean when they when they send you OMG. It's what my kids send to me. You're no old man. Um, IKR. Are you familiar with this one? IKR. No, I don't know. Even in, I don't even know the real one. <laughs> Do you know the real one, Antonio? No, the only one I know is IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is uh, I kiss rabbits. Okay. Oh, wow. No, no. no it's, that's I know. I know. Right. I know. Right. I know. Right. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. NVM. NVM. No. No, I don't know, don't know that one either. I think we need to do an actual tutorial here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. Um, so, nose, nose very mucousy. NVM. Nose very mucousy. <laughs> that's that's oh, wow. your version. Yes, of it, yes. Right? What is the real version? Never mind. Oh, okay. No, oh, never mind. Okay. Never mind. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, SMH. SMH. No. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. I was, I'm giving you a cue. Yeah. I, yeah. Not. No. Yes. This is funny just because we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's uh, send money here. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's the joke word. No, it's uh, shaking my head as well. Oh, shaking yeah. my head. Yeah. yeah. See, I knew that one. Yeah. I was, I, trying to, I was trying oh, to right, shake my head right. to give you yeah. a cue. Oh, I thought yeah. you were shaking your head, and, and when you're doing a podcast, that doesn't really translate. No. <laughs> you can't hear my head rattle. No, the audience, yeah. Um, I-L-Y. I-L-Y. I love you. Yeah, I love yaks. I love yaks. I love yaks, okay. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. YOLO. 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 Heard YOLO? No. Really? Y-O-L-O. Y-O-L-O. You're, No. No, your your oatmeal looks old. Okay, oatmeal. oh, <laughs> that's wow. <a> scary. <laughs> no, it's you only live once. Oh, okay, yeah, that's only that's the actual once. one. You oh, only live I, once. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm obviously not a yeah we're I'm, I'm obviously wasting a whole lot of time because right. I'm, I'm typing all of these out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, OFC. <laughs> De- <laughs> dead dead silence yeah, on the. I've got. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. 
that's, that's what we should call this the top 10 crickets um no um it's of of course is the actual one okay but it's on, only fonzie counts i thought that was yeah it's oh, a little wow. more appropriate that's for good. our age yeah. Fonzie, yeah. right yeah. the fonz a right yeah. Yeah. lmk lmk say it again nope nope um let me know let me know no yeah. that makes it's, sense but but I th- it's probably more like let's make kettle corn. I, I thought that would be more appropriate. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully these last two. I'm, we'll see. R O F L. R O F L. See, you got two old guys. Yeah, right? I, know, <laughs> I know. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to like definitely. I know less than a first grader. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is uh, um, rolling on the floor laughing is the okay. actual rolling one. Rolling on the floor uh, But I thought, you know, students might be using it to say reading our favorite literature. Our oh, reference. there you go. Oh. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. ASAP. Oh, I know that one. Oh. As soon as possible. Yeah. As soon as possible. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. got that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah that one is uh, yeah. up in our alley right, right. Yeah. now. <laughs> Uh, 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 applauding some awesome parents. Oh, there you go. Yeah, since nice. they're probably the ones yeah. listening. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. So that that was our uh, top ten, our failed top ten text abbreviations. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, uh, I'm I'm gonna have to go back and refresh and. Yeah, I made an assumption. I I just thought, well, these would be these are ones everyone knows. But you, I, you had to oh, give no. us a cheat sheet yeah. to start <laughs> with. I should have sent you an email. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Exactly. Study, Antonio study could have asked his students prior to. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I could. Uh, but no. You know, probably if you would have sent those uh, two weeks earlier <laughs> for us to really uh, right. get familiar <laughs> with. <laughs> Well, today's spotlight is Lydia Sanders of the Family and Community Resource Center. Lydia, welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So if you could uh, share with us what you do and and what what that means, Family and Community Resource Center. Explain that to us. Yeah. So a Family and Community Resource Center is um, in many schools nowadays to be able to help students and families with some basic needs, things like clothes, shoes, coats, backpacks, school supplies, food to go home, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, In our district, we have one Family and Community Resource Center that serves the whole district, and then we have part-time satellite office at okay. Battleground High School and Prairie High School. So you um, go, you you have to go from between the schools and, and yes. cart all the stuff around. And, um, no, that, that's more of a mobile FCRC model. Okay. Um, there are other districts that do that, um, but what we do is, of course, a lot of phone, a lot of email, right. and then meeting of students or families where they're at, mm-hmm. um, or meeting in the family resource center, right. okay. whatever is going to work best for yeah. them. Um, and so, in addition to the family resource center, there are a couple of uh, uh, subcategories within that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in our model. Other districts are modeled differently, mm-hmm. um, but our model is that under the umbrella of the Family and Community Resource Center, where we can help students and families with all those basic things, right. we also have students that are McKinney-Vento or homeless students, okay. um, unaccompanied homeless youth, which we have a lot of in mm-hmm. our district, um, as well as foster students. And so those have specific needs that we as school district are um, required to to provide to those students. So McKinney-Vento, what, is, what does that mean? Yeah. 
So McKinney-Vento is a federal law, and it's active in every school district in the country. And basically what it says is that if a student is lacking a fixed, regular, and adequate nighttime living residence for economic or similar reasons, that they qualify as a homeless student. Mm -hmm. So under that definition, homeless doesn't always mean the folks that we see that are literally homeless and sleeping right, outside. Right. Um, I, I, I'll brag for just a second to say that yeah. our program before COVID, we had zero students or mm. families that were sleeping oh, outside yeah. in our district. Um, because of COVID, we were up to 11. Oh, and okay. right now, we did have four up until about a week ago, and now we only have two oh, um, two families that are good. sleeping outside or in right. their cars. Yeah, which is, of course, heartbreaking to even have one. Right, but. but- I'm excited that Mm -hmm. uh, we're able to help them um, to be able to interrupt that cycle of poverty Mm -hmm. and and uh, and and move away from that if that's what they want to do. Yeah, and and we've talked about that before, but it's it's really hard to get out of that cycle because you're it's so consuming. You're just so consumed with survival that it's hard to to even think about anything else. And when you've got students in school who you're trying to educate and and hopefully get you know prepare them so that they can get out of that. You have to create an environment where they're able to think beyond survival, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you mind if I just speak to that for a sec? So under, um, so in our program, our program is kind of covered by an umbrella of what we kind of loosely call our secret recipe. Mm. The secret recipe is hope, skills, and support to be able to help someone break that cycle Mm -hmm. of poverty. Why hope? Because we we start with hope to kind of relight that flame Mm -hmm. of hope in their heart. Because a lot of times, our families, number one, are in chaos with lots going on. Where are we going to sleep tonight? Where are we going to eat tonight? What am I going to do with the kid? You know, it's all just, Mm -hmm. and it's going so fast that it's hard for them to to wrap their head around that to be able to break that. Mm -hmm. So first thing we want to do is go, okay, get all that out for a sec. But what really excites you? Mm -hmm. What did you want to do when you were a kid? What makes your heart happy? Mm -hmm. And if we can identify that, and I'll just mention that those conversations usually take about 20 minutes. This is not difficult. But it's getting in to where their heart is Mm -hmm. and being able to to light that flame within them. And then what do they need next? Now they need the skills to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And when I mean skills, I mean basic things like how to manage their time, right. how to use. We had a student last week who was like, well, I don't have a calendar app in my phone. <laughs> and our advocate was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. Let's take a right. look at that. Right. And sure enough, they did. Because one of the skills is, well, we got to get up on time mm-hmm. so we can go to school. Oh, but that means we have to go to bed on time. So maybe we want to set an alarm the night before right. to know, you know, different little tiny skills like that. Or mm-hmm. let's use that calendar app so that we can plan what your homework assignments are and what you need to do on a daily right. basis. Yeah. Those those are the skills that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, then they need the support. And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. That third element is so critical because these are human beings. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of programs are built for the convenience uh, or the, the most efficient way that a program can run. Right. But really what we have to do is remember that we're here to serve that human being right. that we're serving. Mm-hmm. So knowing that and always keeping that at the forefront. So any of the programs and the services that we that we create, mm-hmm. the needs of that human being are the governing body. Yeah. They are at the top of how we organize those mm-hmm. uh, supports and services. That means how are our forms coming across? Are they a barrier? Are they 12 pages long when we really, they could be one page long, <laughs> right. those kind of simple things like mm-hmm. that. And then being able to collaborate with 
mentors. So Mm -hmm. we got a grant from uh, OSPI about five years ago to start a mentoring program in our district, Mm -hmm. specifically for our unaccompanied homeless youth. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the support element that's coming alongside being that kind of big brother, big sister uncle, whatever that, you know, you know, that, that category, you know, whatever, whatever role that cat, that Mm -hmm. student would put that, that person in, we don't, doesn't really matter to us, but it's really about connecting with that young person Mm -hmm. and, and modeling what appropriate, what supporting relationships can look and feel like. Um, and to be totally honest with you, this is a little bit personal, but do you mind if I share this? Um, I grew up in, in, in uh, foster care for seven years, Mm. living on the street sometimes you know Mm. most people in in our district now have heard that but what really was a game changer for me personally is I was a new single mom my son was starting school I was struggling oh well I guess I need a job at the school district because my son's starting school Mm. and I happened to get a job in the federal programs office Mm. and those 12 women some of whom have already passed away some of whom are still employed with the district and some who have uh, retired but they're still this amazing support team. Hmm. But in all honesty, our entire program, everything that we do is a reflection of my personal experience with those women Hmm. teaching me for the first time in my life what unconditional acceptance was. I went back to school. I finished my degree at Wazoo, and you know, and now I'm doing what I'm doing. But it wouldn't have happened without them. And then at the same time, as I'm in this new role as homeless liaison, I'm talking to students and families and I'm going, oh, boy, I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Boy, I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So it's really been a beautiful marriage between my personal experience and then recognizing it with the students yeah. and families that we're working yeah. with. So that hope, skills, support mm-hmm. is really, truly based on the needs of that human being. Yeah. How does it really feel? to be in, in that, that situation that they're in. It's the difference between sympathy and empathy mm-hmm. and really being able to put those shoes on right. um, from, from, from that perspective on, on where they're at. Yeah. Uh, let's talk really quickly about the community partnerships. You said that's another thing you do mm-hmm. is you organize a lot of the volunteer groups in the community that want to help. How does that look? Well, so like right now, um, so IQ Credit Union um, reached out. We we did some work last year around financial education and things like that for for parents and things. Uh, and so they reached back out this year and they said, hey, we'd love to support the FCRC. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are thinking we'd kind of like to do something fun. So how about like a shopping spree or something mm-hmm. like that? So we got we worked with uh, Fred Myers in Battleground and they we put on a, a, a wonderful little uh, little shopping spree for a thousand dollars where uh-huh. our staff got to go purchase, um, you know, the, the most needed items right, that right. we need, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and now Fred Myers, I just got an email from their store manager that, hey, we really love what you're doing. What can we do to help next? Right. And so they're coming now. Um, so I think, the, I think they said the month of June is their 100th an- or July. I'm sorry, May, is their um, 100-year anniversary, so they want to do a lot of community service. So they reached out to us. We were the ones who came to mind, so they'll be stuffing backpacks and school supplies to get them ready in August. Wow, cool. So that's just one example, but no, we do lots and lots of work, whether it's with individual churches that want to support things Mm -hmm. or service organizations. Our food pantry, we've got a food pantry here. We've talked to a lot of FCRCs over the years. Yep, awesome, awesome. And we did the same thing with with churches out in Battleground. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? No. Denny, is there anything else you wanted me to chat about? No, Lydia, just, you know, how grateful we are to have you. Oh, we really you. we really feel lucky about it and oh, every everything that you do, your your passion shines through, yeah. that's for certain. Well, so. thank you, but in all honesty, it's been Jill Smith, my boss, who is, <laughs> yeah. and she's retiring, so she has been an amazing mm-hmm. human being, but none of this would have happened without the support of our yeah. district, and yeah. district administration yeah. has been amazing in really helping us blossom Good. and helping it, helping it to grow. And so I'll also just mention that the state, of, that OSPI asked us to share our model mm-hmm. with the whole state of Washington, and so wow. we were able to do that at the beginning of last year, yeah. so yeah, right. that's been pretty exciting. In- in- incredible people, incredible work. Our game this week is this or that. So, just a fun little uh, a little game to just make us choose things that we don't normally need to choose between. But uh, we're going going with the food food category this week. So, this or that: eggs or pancakes. You have to choose one or the other. What are you going with? I'm a pancake guy. I like pancakes, uh-huh. but I'm more eggs. So okay. I'm going to say eggs. Right. I like eggs. Yeah, me too. Eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Trying I like to cut eggs. down the carbs. Yeah, but I love pancakes. I just I just don't normally get to eat them. So no, but because if you go pancakes, you have to go the eggs. butter and yeah. The, yeah. and the syrup. Right. And, huh? You know. And, yeah. yeah. I gotta be gotta be careful. Right. Here's a here's a big one: pork bacon or turkey bacon. Oh man, that's a hard one. Hellwise turkey, <laughs> but boy, poor bacon it tastes so good. Yeah, yeah. there's there is not even. I'm 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 glad that you you know you actually <laughs> thought about it because because I did not think right. about. It. I mean, it was pork all right. the way. It's yeah. bacon is bacon is bacon. Anything else is not, not bacon. bacon. Yeah, right. No. Right. Right. no, I feel the same way. My you know my wife and I have this ongoing argument because she likes turkey bacon. She prefers turkey bacon to regular bacon, and but you know so if she's making bacon, she has to make make turkey bacon and then make a little real bacon for yeah. me because I, it's not bacon yeah. it's turkey yeah. it, right. it yeah. tastes like thanksgiving i can taste right. the turkey in it yeah. so yeah. i want i want the real stuff now bacon makes everything taste tastes good. better yeah. right <laughs> yeah 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 all right uh this or that macaroni salad or potato salad um i'm a macaroni salad yeah. guy yeah i'm a potato salad yeah yeah. yeah. See, but mine has to be, I have to be put a caveat on this, is because they don't make mac salad any better than they do in Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so a- Hawaii, we have these things called plate lunches. Okay. And and a good plate lunch will always come with a with a macaroni salad, hmm. mac oh, salad. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's fantastic. So what makes it so much better? I don't know. I think it's just <laughs> the, the bacon. The, the, Is it the, the bacon? <laughs> you're, you're in a better state of mind when uh, yeah, you're in Hawaii, may, so it tastes good. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's a combination between the, uh, the the mayo that they put in there and the, the seasoning. And, yeah, it's just it's just good stuff. All right, and you and you said uh, potato, right? Potatoes. Yeah. Any reason yeah. why? Uh, I I love potatoes <laughs> in any shape or form, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. So that leads us leads us to our next one: French fries or salad? French fries. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, by far French fries, right? Yeah. Why is the choice though when you go out to a restaurant? Why does it have to be French fries or, or salad? salad? Oh, right. Yeah. They're so far yeah, apart. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Why exactly. can't you have both? I mean, they I like might as, they might as well just say enjoyment or guilt. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And guilt. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just find it 
interesting because I didn't go with the pancakes because of the health factor,、mm-hmm. but I just jumped all over the French fries <laughs> and the bacon <laughs> and, and the, the bacon, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, right? Who am I? Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So,、uh, hot dogs or hamburgers? I'm gonna go hot dogs.、Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big hot dog、yeah. guy. That's because the condiments and you know,、yeah. give me a chili dog or okay, uh, or uh, uh, you know, a Chicago dog,、mm. sauerkraut.、What's, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Um, probably hamburgers, yeah. right? Yeah, me too.、Uh, yeah, because bacon. Because bacon, <laughs> bacon right? <laughs>、um, pumpkin pie or apple pie? Oh, pumpkin for me. Pumpkin, pumpkin? for yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, a good apple, a Dutch apple.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could choose. I'd probably have to lean. If I had to choose, it would be apple pie. But they're just so close because they're yeah, yeah. They're both really good. They're really good. Yeah. yeah. At Thanksgiving, when we used to have Thanksgiving dinners with you know the whole like fifty people in the family, you know everyone would go through and they'd load up their plates with the turkey and the mashed potatoes and stuffing. I'd get a very little bit of that. And then I'd make sure I got to the dessert tray first, <laughs> right? <laughs> Because there's always leftovers of the yeah, other、uh-huh. stuff, right?、Yeah. But the dessert's gone yeah, yeah. after the first yeah, meal, yeah. right? So, so you、yeah. were you were、yeah. taking half of a pie? Yeah, well, I'd take a piece of apple, piece of pumpkin, you know, <laughs> a piece、right. of every one of them, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you. All right, here's our last one: Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke, yeah,、um, yeah, Coke. Coke. No, yeah. I, I I disagree. I'm, I'm a Pepsi. Oh,、guy. you're a Pepsi.、Yeah. What a, what? A, What、yeah. do you find in Pepsi more favorable? It tastes better. You see, it's the opposite <laughs> for me. Coke、yeah. tastes better.、Uh, Pepsi tastes a little bit. It's not a, the taste, the sweetness is not as concentrated.、Mm. At least I find it in Pepsi.、Mm. In Coke.、Yeah. Um, I've always known Antonio to be a very smart man. <laughs> so I don't know about that. This <laughs> validates、right. my my perception of him. Right. right, right, yeah. It's all based on this now. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, now you can point back to where、right. he came from. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. know. Yeah, and now you have a lot of questions about yes, me, right? Yes, <laughs> many questions. <laughs> I don't know if you can trust somebody that likes Pepsi. I don't actually like Pepsi as much. I mean, it's the more the Pepsi. Like I like Dr Pepper and Mountain okay, Dew. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm、yeah. a big fan of. Dr Pepper、yeah. and Mountain Dew. I don't like Mr Pibb as the Coke equivalent of. Yeah, of, it's not the same. That's not the same. No,、yeah. so I I will agree with you there. But when、and、it just、yeah. comes to a cola, yeah. yeah, yeah. And even in in Coke, there is a difference between when they use a a, a sugar substitute, right?、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then when they use sugar cane,、mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. and I like Coke not on a can. I like on the bottle. Oh, I love、mm. a、uh, bottle of Coke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just. I like the small bottles of Coke. You like the yeah. small ones? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my my brother always say, says that you got to have it from the bottle, and yeah, that's yeah. how we had it growing up, I guess.、Yeah. But I just don't remember it well enough、yeah. to know. I think if I was gonna, you know, if I was gonna put some kind of old antique item in my house, it would be one of those old fashioned. Um, Coke dispensers、yeah. that had the、oh, bottle, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. that you'd find that, like if you were driving on Route sixty six and you、yeah. stopped at some gas station, <laughs> yeah, you'd find that. Yeah, yeah that's. Oh yeah, yeah. I've always imagined that if I had a game room. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that would be in there.、It、doesn't fit in the Tom Seaver room. No, no, no not at all. No, no. <laughs> some Tom Seaver items on、right. the side for that. No, that's that's not going to happen. No, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this week、uh, we're talking about it's actually a book, 
by uh, Houston Craft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I bought the book. I'm not all the way through the book, about halfway through the book. Uh, but it's a book called Deep Kindness, and it's a it's you're using that in the district, or or you're using well, we, his. Uh, I, I think we're we're using the principle. We haven't okay. had a chance to okay. to roll that book out yet. But you know this idea of of kindness. You know, I've always said you know kindness and compassion in any situation mm-hmm. is a good thing. Right. You know, I mean, right. there's no there's 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 no there's no downside to mm-hmm. it. You know, and I just think, especially in today's world, um, you know, where the, where you know we seem to have aligned ourselves on you know you, you know one way or the other, mm-hmm. that there is some middle ground, and I think the that the middle ground begins with kindness and compassion and trying to understand right. you know things. One of my one of my um, my favorite book of all time is To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. I just, I just, you know, I love that no, book. My I, wife loves that. Yeah, book. I probably read it, you know, a hundred times. Mm. And I used to teach it when I was, when I was, um, when I was in the classroom. I used to teach that book. Our daughter's named that Harper. Oh yeah, after yeah. Work. See, after, very cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, ju- I just think you know, if there's a hero to be had, mm-hmm. you know, it's Atticus Finch. Mm. And and you know, I just think when I when I look back on you know, like a character like Atticus Atticus Finch, I just think. You know, kindness and, right. and compassion. You know, and he has this quote in the book. And when early in the book, his scout is, um, you know, asking him about the um, the one of the farmers, the, one of his clients came and and paid him, but they paid in 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 produce, hmm. you know, rather than cash. And you know, and she's talking to him about you know the way he dresses and the way he talks and you know how he paid for his bill. And um, Atticus looks at our scout, and he says, um, "You know, you shouldn't judge someone. It's, it's you know, this I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right, right. but you know, don't judge someone until you've walked in their in shoes, shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right? Right? And and I think that's you know, that's that's really to to me, and for what we do, Antonio, and you know this, you know, that's when we're working with families, right? That's really what it's all about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah." Yeah. Now, for me, you know, the Dalai Lama is somebody that I just totally admire the level of deepness mm-hmm. in exploring mm-hmm. kindness and compassion, right? right? And, and what it means and, you know, and, and observing some of the great leaders, you know, of our time. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Amal Cates, Cesar mm-hmm. Chavez, right? Rigoberta Manchu. Mm-hmm. That this the the level of um, the level of how they com- how they communicate how they relate mm-hmm. these people have something special right right it is you know I I remember being uh, uh, I had the experience of being Rigoberta Manchu right. A woman that suffered so much, right? Indigenous woman from Guatemala and won the, she won the Nobel uh, Peace Prize many years ago, mm. right? But when she talked, she talked with so much kindness, mm-hmm. right? Uh, her father, um, she saw her father being killed and the atrocities in mm. the indigenous, indigenous people. But when she talked, she talked with so much kindness, mm-hmm. 
right? And there is an aura around them that these people are, they reflect the best of us and what we can become, Mm -hmm. right? And it's just, I was just like so amazed the type of language, the gentleness of the language, Mm -hmm. the deepness of their thoughts, the offering of their their feelings, Mm -hmm. that it just was a beautiful thing. And I think that in the school's ride, that's why we really put an emphasis Mm -hmm. on kindness, right? What it means, you know, when we look at our... uh, uh, systems that we have in the school, right? We always talk about kindness, mm-hmm. right? Being safe, responsible, respectful. Those mm-hmm. are the tenets of uh, a positive behavior, mm-hmm. right? Because um, it is, we need we need that in the world. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. you were saying, Danny, more than at any other time where we so divided in ideology and mm-hmm. politics, right? That if you don't think like me, then you're not with me, you're against me, right? Right. And kids show us right. their kindness, mm-hmm. right? That's why I love being in the school because what they show you is genuine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. and it's just the pureness of what all of us should strive to become mm-hmm. a kinder gentle more compassionate yeah. people yeah and 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 i and i do think you know that in in today's world i mean it, it takes it takes uh it, it takes a purposeful ep- effort right yeah. you know i mean i think i think maybe you know that people just think you know that that kindness and compassion can just occur naturally you know that it just is a it, it'll just it'll just come right. from from positive interactions but but you know and that's the you know the book i i was fortunate enough i've heard houston craft mm. you know if, if anybody gets a chance out there to p- pick it up i I encourage them. We, right. You know, like I said, we, you know, we plan on using it. We haven't operationalized mm-hmm. it yet. We're just at the early stages right. of it. But um, you know, that's one of the things that he that he he talks about. You know, this idea that you know we, it's not. It's we shouldn't just take take kindness and for granted. Right. You know that we really do need to operationalize it. Mm-hmm. That we really do need to think about. You know what is it that we can do? Because it's through those conversations, you know, and I've seen, I, I think, you know, when I look at the school district, you know, one, one of the groups that has really jumped on this is, is our board, our school board, mm. our board of directors. And they, they also got to hear Houston craft mm. talk. And, and this idea that, you know, even in, even in with, with really tough, discussions right you know that if we can just pause for a moment and 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 look at it you know with with kindness right. and and with compassion uh which really i think translates into understanding mm-hmm. right. um that right. that that we can make a difference and i love i love what antonio said you know because i think i think when you look at the truest form of of kindness it it does show in our kids, mm-hmm. you know, especially in our on our 
and are younger. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it, you're hard pressed, you know, I mean, I, I know that kids have, have bad behaviors, but you know, you're hard pressed to find, you know, a, a kindergartner and a first right. grader and a second right. grader who's not, you know, just doesn't, you know, want to, want to love you and, you right. know, want, wants to be nice and right. wants to be, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. There is, there is, I think that the purest form of kindness and compassion, I think that kids, kids have it. Mm-hmm. I think as we get older, that gets contaminated and somehow we change, mm-hmm. right, because of the environment or how we grow up, right? right? But kids have just this amazing way of showing what it's like to be kind Mm -hmm. and to be compassionate, right? And as we get older, I think that if we are not constantly fed with that, if we are not right, there is a risk that we lose that, Mm -hmm. right? This is where we become divided. This is where we start dehumanizing other people. Mm -hmm. Right. This is where we get into. If you're not with me, you're against me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because we get bombarded every day. Mm-hmm. Right. By uh, things that that can pull us apart, and if we're not careful, right. Um, even in the interactions with uh, our own family. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um, like with my son, my interactions with my son is like, I always make an effort to tell him, I love you. Right. Mm-hmm. I love you. Right. Even when we had a hard conversation, when right. we disagree, right, mm-hmm. is I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Right. Because I definitely. I love him very much, but I also want him to understand that we can have hard conversations right. and have compassion mm-hmm. and, right. you know, for each other, right? right? Yeah. And, and that's, how, that's how we nourish relationships, mm-hmm. right? right. That's, Be- because what's the, what's the alternative, right? Exactly. Right. And that's what, you know, and I think that's what we've seen. And from a school district perspective, if if we're not being kind to each other, what's the alternative? We're fighting each right. other. You well, know? That's, that's really a lot of the heart behind this podcast is to start having these conversations again in, in a kind, respectful right. way, because... At the bottom, at the end of the day, I guess the bottom line is we're all we're all for we're all for the students, we're all for the schools and the in the community, we're all for the battleground community right. or the communities right. we live in. We we want right. to see where we live thrive. We want to see right. our kids thrive. We want to see our families thrive. Our communities yeah. thrive. We're all we're fighting for the same thing, but somehow along the way, and uh, we could talk about technology a little bit to the role that played, but. 
along the way, we stopped seeing it as we're working for the good of our community. Now it's my good is the only good for the community, and there's no other way for us to get there. Right. Um, but it's going to take kindness and compassion for us to come come back on yeah, the same and page. It, and it doesn't mean that that means that you're giving up what you believe right. or you're exactly not right. fighting for what you believe. But, you know, you want to end a conversation really quickly, then let's start yelling at each right. other or let's start, <laughs> yeah. you know, right. let's start arguing, mm-hmm. you know, really, I mean, along with, you know, I, I think that it kind of goes hand in hand with the kindness comes the ability to listen, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because I'm more apt to right. listen if somebody is, you know, is, 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 is trying on mm-hmm. their end. Um, and, and that's really what it's about. Um, Which is you know, one of the things he talks about in the book is yes. it gives you some practical tips on how to be a good listener. Right. How to be <laughs> right. a good listener. Right. I think, I think we it, don't do that anymore. No, no, yeah. no. So, you know, I think, I, I think that is the, pro, the approach that we, you know, that's what I, I, you know, if there were two principles that I would like the district to stand for, you know, and, you know, different from the work that we're doing, right. but, you know, just this idea of, of kindness and compassion, you know, mm-hmm. from the, from the get go, you know, Antonio right. talks about it as it relates to our students. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we want to be kind to, to the students that, mm-hmm. but we want to be kind to our parents. You know, we want to be yeah. kind to each other mm-hmm. as staff. We want to be kind to, you know, whether you're a, a, a bus driver or, you know, you're a custodian or you're a classroom teacher or you're a school psychologist or mm-hmm. you're an administrator or you're a superintendent, right. you know, I mean, treat, treating each other with kindness and mm-hmm. this ability to understand and and to show empathy and to put yourself in those situations. I mean, I just think that the end result means it's that we come together. And when we come together, we're stronger right? rather than yeah. trying to pull ourselves apart. Well, and, and ideas are stronger yes. when, when there's some diversity yes. behind the idea. When yes. it's not just one, one person who has one way of thinking that comes up with the idea. When you bring it into a group of people who all think differently and have different backgrounds, it yeah. becomes a better idea. Yeah, well, and you know, when you talk, when you talk different backgrounds, you know, it's a, it, it, that's one, that's one um, language that I think that is universal is, is, is kindness. Right. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter, you know, what your background is. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're, you know, what your politics are. It doesn't matter the culture you come from. Everybody can identify kindness. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's, that's a powerful starting point. Yes. Right? And, and it is, I like um, when you say that it takes a level of training how to be People can hear you, but they might not listen to you, mm-hmm. uh, right? So um, it requires some level of um, training how to be a good listener, mm-hmm. right? And it is through through kindness and compassion that we can um, we can humanize each other mm-hmm. in the conversation. And I like what you say is when we humanize each other, we value each other. Mm-hmm. And when we value each other, right, I feel safe with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I feel safe with you, I'm going to become creative. Mm-hmm. Right. And we arrive at better solutions when we collaborate. Right. But what I worry about is you know, the influence that technology right. has, right? The influence of uh, 
if you listen to television, right? <laughs> and it's totally against this idea of how to be kind with each other, mm-hmm. right? That our kids are constantly being exposed to, right? Right, and and we need to be really careful about that, right? Mm-hmm. And talking to our kids because in the absence of that. Right, we have chaos in our in our environment, in our relationships, in our families, in our community. Right, mm-hmm. is and we're not listening to each other. Right. When you have kindness and compassion, you can li- you can listen to the different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's still and it's still respect each other. Well, yeah, are we listening? Are we listening to respond? Or are we listening to hear what the person is saying? Right. And so many times when we get in conversations where there is some kind of confrontation or difference of, of opinion, we just get into this, I have to win the argument. And, yes. and there's actually, that's how our brains work. You know, we want, our brains want to win, mm-hmm. so we end up fighting to win the argument as opposed to stopping to hear, right. hear what the person, hear the story. That's one of the things I'm, I'm constantly trying to encourage people. Is, you know, someone may have a, a, a wildly different point of view from me. And, and and I may be I may be opposed to maybe even offended by that point of view, but if I if I sit down with this person over coffee and I ask them their story and I and I ask I get some of their mm-hmm. some of their history walking and I start in to their figure shoes out, yeah, yeah walk in their shoes yeah. how did you you know okay so now so you really strongly believe this way and you really strongly disagree with me uh, because of your point of view but but how did you really get there like why is this view so important to you? And so many times you you just hear a story, and, and oftentimes it's a story of pain. It's a story of the a lack of kindness mm-hmm. that pushed someone in a specific yeah. direction. Yeah. And and because someone was being unkind, well, well, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm going to go this way. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's what you know. That's what made me think about this is the, this idea that you know being unkind is a is a closer. Right. Yeah. You know. I yeah. mean, no. You know, have an interaction with somebody that is. You know that's a mm-hmm. that's a bad com- you know that's a that's a bad interaction you know that's un- that's unkind right and how apt are you to be looking to <laughs> repeat that right, yeah. to do it again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so it, it closes that door that's the thing that I find is that at least if we're kind to each other we may end up walking away and not getting a whole lot done right you know, not 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 gaining anything at that that particular time but it, but, but what what the kindness does is that it keeps the door open. It's it's like, okay, at least we had a conversation, yeah. and it's the start of something. Yeah, and I would rephrase that to say, you, you may not have gotten a lot accomplished in terms of the agenda of the meeting, but you did accomplish a lot if you if you remained kind. If you you built, you started laying a foundation right. for right. for future relationships right. where you can you can continue the well, conversation. And, and and and, I, and I've seen it. I've seen it happen. You know, I've seen it play out. Whether it's you know, um, in you know. It, it, board meetings are, you know, mm-hmm. you you look at the news around right. the country yeah. with with board meetings, mm-hmm. you know, and they can erupt and and go sideways real quick, and that's right. because there's a lot of rhetoric being thrown around, and you know, there's a lot of anger, and people are backed into corners, and they come out fighting, and then I've I've watched our board meetings, you know, one of the few one of the few boards in Southwest Washington that continued to operate 
you know, face to face and have meetings and productive meetings right. and listening to our citizens who, you know, disagreed strongly on several key issues, but, mm-hmm. but who came up there with respect and politeness and right. we had good conversations and we listened and, you know, we made changes and yeah, it might not be always, you know, to the full extent that everybody wants to see, but we're having conversations and we continue to move forward. Right. That's a foundational principle that I think that you can apply to a lot of the work that we do, whether yeah. that's in staff and working with kids and working with families. And I mean, yeah, no, it's a, I mean, what I, um, what I see sometimes there is this perception that showing kindness and showing compassion is a sign of weakness, Mm -hmm. that you're not strong, is the opposite. Right. Mm. Good good point. It's the opposite. Mm -hmm. Anger, right, being mad, right, is not a sign of you being strong. That's easy. That's easy, exactly. That's easy to do, right? Uh. And 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 we need. That's why I say we need to constantly in the schools, right? Talk about kindness. Talk about love. Talk about compassion, right? Because these are principles that are fundamental for us to function as a society, mm-hmm. right? So our kids grow up with the strong foundations on that, so they can they can spread that compassion, that kindness, right? Mm-hmm. That they are um that they become the ambassadors, right, for us, right? right? And so it is really important that in the schools we emphasize and we and we um we foster, right? Right? Because mm-hmm. That's how the world is supposed to run on kindness and mm-hmm. compassion and caring for each other and humanizing each other and and have difficult conversations by having them with respect and and because we're gonna be better off mm-hmm. and our kids deserve that right right yeah I want to I want to say one thing because you mentioned it just a second ago and and I'll take the heat for it so you guys don't have to but uh, you mentioned you know technology and and news and and news in particular it doesn't matter which side of the news you're listening to they're all angry yes and they're they're all mad you know and they're all always yelling especially you know, especially when you get into the you know the talk talk news shows and everyone's got their point of view and then and then they're getting mad at why the people on the other side are, are messing up their point of view and worldview and how things should work and uh, I used to listen to a decent amount of that that kind of stuff and then we just made a decision to stop because if you listen to yelling yeah. all day what do you yeah. think you're gonna you're gonna get yeah. mad <laughs> like, yeah if, if you're if someone's constantly yelling in your ear even if they're not necessarily yelling at you it's still gonna change you is going to make you that kind of an angry person. And so um, I know I know that might not be what people want to hear, but maybe maybe turn off the news for, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe cut down our news consumption and instead find some time to go go make a difference. Go go be kind. Go 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 help things. If you're if you're worried about where things are going, go get involved and, and you can make a difference when yeah. you get involved. Yeah. We're never gonna we're never gonna um turn anyone away um 
from from talking to us, right. you know, in the school district. You know, if, if anybody has a concern, if anybody wants to voice their opinion, we're there to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not there to be, you know, berated right. and, and screamed at and, you know, right. you know yelled at. Mm-hmm. But, but we're, we're willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've heard perspective... Um, you know, all, all the perspective that we hear is important to us because it yeah. helps inform yeah. our decisions and makes yeah. us makes us better mm-hmm. for who we are. Um, right. And and that's how we're going to learn. Right. Yeah. Now, when uh, you know, and uh, and and our teachers are really good, right? Yeah. When when really uh, uh, in terms of uh, of uh, being really really uh, explicit about. What does kindness look like? What does compassion look like? Right? We have in 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 some of our systems that are based on that principle, right? That you even when kids make mistake, right? It's not about being punitive, right? It's about talking to kids with compassion, right? With love, uh, so you can change the behavior, mm-hmm. right? And the student feels value, right? And you have that relationship. Punitive doesn't get us anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And so we really, we really strive to, uh, to really be, be kind in terms of when we have to have difficult conversations with our kids, right? Because mm-hmm. they did something wrong and their kids, but. That relationship is hugely important, mm-hmm. right? That relationship between the teacher and this and uh, and the student is really important mm-hmm. yeah. because that student needs to feel that my teacher cares about me, mm-hmm. that this is a safe place, right? Yeah, right? And that is teachers by profession, right? Ah, it's one of the requirements to be kind and compassionate. Mm-hmm. With yeah. your students, yeah, that's a, that's very well said. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to I want to dig into the idea a little bit of of deep kindness uh, that he talks about in the book because he's he's making some distinctions between uh, kind things. He says practicing kindness is an essential step in helping to repair a world that has grown to be more divisive, lonely, and anxious than ever. But with quotes like "just be kind" or throw kindness around like confetti, we've oversimplified what it takes to actually demonstrate kindness in a world crying out for it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he, he's making the argument essentially that, that kindness, there's nothing wrong with, you know, those acts of kindness, random acts of kindness, doing those kind of one-off, mm-hmm. one-off good deeds, which, which are good things. But, but deep kindness, he's kind of arguing more what I would, what I would call compassion, which would be you know, if you just look there, at the etymology, there's, there's of the understanding word. with it too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, walking with people in their pain, mm-hmm. and and so it, it's good to be kind, but but there's a different level of kindness when it with compassion, where somebody's walking in pain, and I'm going to walk alongside them. What, what yeah. we were talking about with Lydia uh, on the spotlight, you know, coming that's that's an act of compassion, coming alongside the homeless students in the district, right, right. and and mentoring them, and and if you want to get involved in that, uh, definitely. Uh, get in touch, and we'll we'll help you make that connection. If you want to be one of those uh, mentor, uh, was that she called it mentors, right? Yeah, mentors, mentors. Um, yeah. for for the students in that program. But you know, it's it's being willing to to not just not just even be 
be kind on on one moment, but to say, okay, I'm going to get into this, right? Yeah, and it might cost me a lot mm-hmm. to get involved in this, but that's what this person needs or what that the situation. Well, there's an needs. In, there's an intentionality, there's a deliberateness mm-hmm. to it. You know, it's not just at the surface level, right? Um, and and I think that's you know, I mean. I know that the book is called Deep Kindness, but as we were talking, you know, you, you, you know, hopefully people sense this idea that it's beyond that for right. us. Mm-hmm. It's beyond kindness because we continue to use the word, you know, uh, kindness and compassion. Right. Um, because, because that is a, a fundamental component of that. And that's what, you know, our kids are coming from us from, from, all different right. directions, with mm-hmm. all kinds of different needs, with all kinds of different backgrounds, with a whole bunch of different uh, values and, mm-hmm. and 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 experiences. And you know, again, as I say, the, the, this idea of—I love the way Antonio phrased it—with you know, this idea of relationships being the critical component if we're you know if we're gonna if we're gonna make any movement whether you know it's in the school district if we're gonna be effective with kids it's all about relationships you know I, I can remember I can remember when I was going to um, do my graduate work in educational leadership and um, my um, my professor said Denny there's there's three things that you that you need to work on if you want to be a successful administrator, relationships, relationships, right, yeah. and relationships, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you're, I mean, you think about every relationship you have, every successful relationship, it's because, you know, you can expect that right. you can expect someone to be empathetic right. to you, to be understanding of you, to be kind to you, to be compassionate with mm-hmm. you. That's what makes them your friend. That's what makes them, you know, somebody that you'll go to, somebody that you'll listen to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what you just talked about, this idea of taking it down to that next level yeah. is critical. Mm-hmm. And and it is a... it. Um, being kind and compassionate is a state of being, mm-hmm. right? That it takes a real commitment and it takes real understanding what it means, mm-hmm. right? It's not a, it's not a something, it's not a drive-by type of thing, right? right? It's something how you talk, how you behave, right. it's 24, it's in you. That's why I say it's a state of it's a state of mind. Right. It's not this thing that I'm going to feel it today, but tomorrow I'm not. Right. You feel it all the right. you know, mm-hmm. And that's what I was mentioning, those people that, uh, that we admire. Wherever they go, they carry with them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. who they are. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I look at the teachers that I had in my life. I don't remember the teacher who taught me chemistry. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who taught me how to add and subtract. I remember that teacher that was kind to me. Mm-hmm. And that teacher was kind to me not on Mondays or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He was kind to me five days a week, right. every time that I was, mm-hmm. right? So it is, it is when we talk about this deep kindness, it's a state of being, right? Is is who you become? Is who how you talk? 
is what you what you put attention to is what you care about it mm-hmm. right so it is it is part of you yeah and when you mentioned that the list of leaders that you mentioned at the beginning you know another characteristic i think they probably all have in common is humility right and it's probably hard hard to really be a compassionate person if we're proud. Oh, yes. And uh, a statistic came to mind. I, I don't remember the study, but uh, 93% of Americans think that they're morally superior. So 93% of us walking around in America think thinks that our morality is superior to the morality of, of the people around us, which would kind of indicate we're not super humble. No. You know, we're, we're kind of going the opposite direction a little bit. We, th- we think we're better than everyone else. Uh, but, but if we really want to follow in the, in the example of, of those you were talking about, it's going to require some humility and, and, and recognizing, hey, I'm, I am I'm human. Yeah, you know, which same root word, by the way, between human and humility, it comes from from the word hummus, you know, yeah. which we eat. I don't eat, but a lot of people here eat. But it means dirt, and uh, and so we're you know we're all from dirt is is kind of the the idea. So so why would I be proud when you know the three of us sitting at this table? We're all equally human. There, there's there's right. nothing about any one of us that makes us superior to the other. So why wouldn't I be compassionate? And why wouldn't you be compassionate to me? Because we're all we're all imperfect in some way, you know. And um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good point to make. Um, I, I also, but I, I wanted to ask you because you're at the most diverse school in the district. Mm-hmm. So what what challenges does that bring up having having a a, a higher level of diversity? Uh, and being kind and compassionate in the school? Well, it doesn't bring any challenges. It's the opposite. It okay. brings all these gifts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. kids come to us with their gifts of who they are, mm-hmm. right? And this, uh, this level of uh, innocence, mm-hmm. right? And showiness of love and kindness. Like I go to the classroom and, you know, I have a student that draws a heart for me <laughs> and says, I love you, yeah. <laughs> right? That if that doesn't touch your heart, right? <laughs> right you don't have right. one. You right. don't have one exactly, <laughs> right? From somebody that, from somebody that is so innocent and mm-hmm. somebody that is so pure in their thoughts, right? So we have a we have a school that, um, that is highly diverse, and all our kids are just amazing. Mm. It's yeah. just amazing. I mean, if you go over there, it's a place of kindness. It's a place that you go to the classroom and you feel. Yeah, you you just feel this level of goodness. Mm-hmm. Right, because the kids look at you or how they talk to you, you know, on the hallways, you know, they call your name and they, you know, they want your attention and, and, and it's just, it's just a place of hope. Right. Right. Uh, and it's just hard to describe. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to describe being around kids just this amazing magical thing mm-hmm. that kids give to us. <clears throat> I'm sorry, that kids kids give to us. Mm-hmm. That's why I say they bring us their gifts. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so if someone's struggling to find hope or f- feeling hopeless, right. then get involved in the school there, there um, is and not, spend some time yeah, with some students. There, right? there is not a better place. Right. To, <laughs> I, 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 if I'm feeling... If I'm feeling down, Antonio will invite me over. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and you can't help but to put a smile on your right. face, and it exists at, at at a lot of our schools, right. you know. And I know, like for instance, at at Prairie High School, they they you know a lot of our schools have kindness weeks or mm, kindness yeah. activities, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that go on. Um, I know Pr- Prairie High School does that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 just really focus on kindness. And I think it's important at all of our levels, you know, it it kind of occurs, you know, maybe this is an maybe this is an indictment on our on our society, but it does seem like the older we get, the right. harder time we have finding that kindness. Yeah, but right. you know, you yeah. see it you see it, it 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 permeates itself at the at the at the primary schools and then you know, you see it happening in the middle schools, but you see maybe a little less of it. You right. know, then you start to get into, you know, they start to get into some of the other things that mm-hmm. take away from kindness. You know, it's right. that competition aspect, or it's the it's the social media aspect, mm-hmm. or it's this idea of you know I'm going to feel better by putting somebody else down. Right, and and that continues on and through high school, and it's tougher to find. But we really do need to make a concentrated effort to right. for all of our schools and all of our kids to. You know that that should be the norm rather than the exception. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But I, you know, I like the idea that, I, and I, I didn't think about it, and I, I never thought about it. Is, you know, parent engagement is hugely important for mm-hmm. schools, and right. I can tell you that the parents that are engaged in the schools, they find that thing that I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Right, that there's these kids they have, they give you so much uh, that you find purpose. Right. Right, so I will encourage you to, you know, get involved in your school because you're going to find exactly the things that we're talking about. Right. Kindness, compassion, right? And, <laughs> purpose. And purpose, yeah. right? And so um, in the schools, we're always open for parents to be engaged and 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 but uh, you know that um i want to also mention the what technology is doing yeah. <laughs> right right to our kids because we have to be as parents we have to be aware that mm-hmm. they are constantly being exposed to mm-hmm. this level of uh uh uh, trying to separate us, right, mm-hmm. or 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 um, start to take sides, and and kids are really vulnerable mm-hmm. to that, you know, social media, Facebook, and all those. Mm-hmm. We just have to, um, you know, um, before the pandemic, I had a, I have parents workshops, and I have one on technology, mm-hmm. you know, what technology and what Good. kids are using technology. I was even shocked. But what kids get exposed, right? Right, mm-hmm. and and you know sometimes you know um, asking them for information that is really not appropriate, right? right for a platform to have information mm-hmm. about kids and things like that. It was just, it was just uh, once we were able to get back together and have right. I want to bring that workshop because it was. We just need to be aware, right? Yeah, that that is so. That is out there. I, I, we say, or I say, uh, be the bad guy, 
Yeah. That's, we don't, we don't want to be the bad guy to our kids. We want to make them happy and do all those things. But if, if we really want their happiness and their thriving and their success in life, then we need to be the bad guy sometimes. And part of that means, you know, restricting technology. And yeah. we, don't, we, it's convenient as a parent to have technology and, you know, because, you know, you're tired, you get home from work, you're tired and, and you want to, you know, just kind of veg out for a little bit. Then it's nice to have a screen or a device for your kid to, to spend some time on. But, but what is that screen doing? How's it shaping your kid? And, um, you know, so setting some good boundaries for our kids with technology. It's our job as parents. It's our job to do that for them. They don't know how to do that yet. And, and, uh, and yet, you know, if we're, if we're giving them unfettered, unrestricted access to, to the entire internet at all times, there are going to be some consequences to that. And I think, I think we see that as, as kids are now ascending through middle school and high school, I think we're seeing, you know, the bigger, uh, consequences of, of that unrestricted access with mm-hmm. technology. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, um, having time, like in my own family with my own kid, right. There was a time that that three of us were at the table, right? And he was on his phone, <laughs> right? And I, sometimes I was on right. my phone, right? Mm-hmm. So like, well, you know, we no conversation whatsoever, right? Mm-hmm. It was just meeting our necessity to eat, but we not connected as a family, right? So that's why when you say be the bad guy, right? As a parent, like, okay, this is not good. Right. Right, so when we come to the table, we come to the table, and we're gonna be half an hour over here eating, and we're gonna talk about your day. We're right. gonna talk about that because those moments, that's when we can connect with our kids, right, mm-hmm. and to know what's going on. And we see, we see kids so connected to technology, right? That sometimes, like you know, when we we try to take the phone away from them like you know with my own son and i use my son as an example Mm -hmm. it was like it was a fight yeah yeah right it was a fight because he was so attached to the phone that it was like i was taking an arm (laughs) right or like it was he got so mad but like no we cannot be in the car you and me Right, where we can have conversations right. and you're on the phone, you're not listening to me, you're not engaging with me. And like, if I pay for the phone, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what, right. I wanna dictate when you're gonna use the phone. Right, yeah, that's what we told our kids. Um, well, only one of our kids has a phone, Hannah, that's in high school. And but we've been very clear. That's my phone. I want you to know yeah, from the beginning yeah. that is my phone. I'm paying for it, so I decide how it gets used. Yeah. You know, and I'm free to take it away at any yeah. time I want. And then I, you know, if if one of my kids is really struggling with a device, getting too into it, and I take it away, and they have a bad reaction, then I take it away for longer. For a longer, because it just yeah. shows me like you're just too in, you're too addicted to that. So uh, I, I I have no problem being the bad guy. But um, to kind of wrap this this conversation up, you know. Um, studies have shown that being kind reduces our own stress, anxiety, and depression. And that when we are kind, our body is flooded with hormones like serotonin, mm-hmm. endorphins, and mm-hmm. oxytocin, which makes me feel, you know, feel calmer, healthier, happier. Uh, serotonin heals your body, helps you relax, helps you feel good. Endorphins reduce pain. Oxytocin reduces blood pressure, helps you feel more loved. But the crazy thing about kindness, and, they, and there's research to prove mm-hmm. this, when you do this, those chemicals are released in the person that you're helping and the person you're being mm-hmm. kind to mm-hmm. and anyone who sees an act of kindness. Yeah. 
So like amazing. So, huh? Yeah. So like if if you witness somebody doing something kind, you get those chemicals in your brain, yeah. and then you want to go be kind. Yeah. 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 So you talk about the potential to change yeah. the world. Like yeah. like if we could just start being a little more kind and and doing it intentionally, maybe visibly for a while in front of people to see, so that other people are seeing our act of kindness, and they get like we can manipulate in a good way. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to letting technology manipulate us downward, you know, into yeah. that negative spiral, we can manipulate yeah. it in a good yeah. way and just. Oh, I'm going to do something kind. I'm going to intentionally do it so people see it. And by someone seeing it, that's going to spur them to want to do something kind. And, and you know, we were talking actually this morning, right? We have our professional learning communities where teachers get together. Uh, we have a late start, right? Teachers get together and talk. And I was one of those meetings with a grade level, right? And we were talking about this. Uh, um, what you just say, it's so, it's so real, Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's that that you can see it. We were talking about praising kids when they do something right. right. So it's not only about the student that is being praised for being kind for doing something, right? But the teachers were saying is we have to do it consistently mm-hmm. because the other kids that are not getting the praise are watching. Mm. And pretty soon, they will start doing the same thing, right? right. Helping out and, you know, being kind. So it spreads, mm-hmm. right? And and people are watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about. Hey, you know, we're going to be at the buses when kids get released, and we're going to have three people that they're going to have this, we call it Paul for praise, right? And then, you know, for... Uh, for being kind, mm-hmm. right, and for doing doing some things that we want every kid to model, right? So we were thinking about definitely it's for the kids that are doing the right thing, but we were more or less interested in the other kids watching, right? Who gets praised, who gets the mm-hmm. for praise mm-hmm. for doing the right thing, right? Right. And so it spreads. Yeah. Wasn't that a great conversation? And isn't it great to know that people like Antonio are helping to create a climate of kindness in the schools and in the district? Thank you to Antonio for joining us. Thanks, Lydia, for all the work you do in the district. We'll be back next week to talk about the value of social emotional learning district wide. Our spotlight will be on the Rock Solid Community Teen Center. Until next time, I'm David Lindner. Thanks for bringing the Battleground community and schools together. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to cover on the podcast, you can send an email to info at bgcast.org. We'll do our best to not only cover topics that matter to the district, but also those that matter to us as members of the Battleground community. You can also join our mailing list by going to bgcast.org where we'll post the episodes and any additional information necessary. The BG Cast is a production of 6-8 Media in partnership with Battleground Public Schools.